0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 49 of the Rosie Report Regular Season Roundup Trade Deadline Edition. Rosen house along with you from Houston Texas where the Guardians will play the Astros on Tuesday night the trade deadline 6 p.m. Eastern time and the Guardians were active on Monday as they traded Aaron Savali to the Tampa Bay Rays for Kyle Manzardo a hard-hitting first baseman left-handed batter who is one of the most highly regarded hitters in minor league baseball a top prospect not only for Tampa Bay but also for throughout Major League Baseball. So we'll see how that transpires down the road. Short term, it'll be difficult, and we will hear from Chris Antonetti, the president of Of baseball operations. We'll get his full comments on the trade yesterday a little bit later on in our podcast in case you haven't heard those yet. But first to the game on Monday night, Guardians got off to the quick start, a 2 0 lead. Noah Syndergaard in his debut for Cleveland was terrific. He pitched into the sixth inning, but then was struck by a line drive in the calf and had to leave the game. And then the Astros. They were able to put together a four-run sixth inning led by Jordan Alvarez with a three-run home run that turned the game around, and they go on to the seven-to-three win. After the game, Terry Francona talked about it.
1: I think that's always what James said. He said they might have to modify some of his work in between, but he should be okay. Just you know, he threw three pitches and he looked like he was grimacing on all of them. It's a kid that you know had had some arm. I'd have felt I wouldn't have felt good about that. Is that his push off? Like yeah, yeah. What'd you think of him? How he pitched overall prior? To that? You know, he, he for the most part he threw strikes. Um, he, he used the whole ballpark at times. Okay, but you know what he he got him out, and we tried to kind of stay out of the way because you know I think we're trying to let him be athletic and feel good about himself, and so. You know, there's time to, to dig in on stuff, but really just wanted to watch him pitch. What do you think of how Ari's swung the to bat tonight? Say it How Gabe swung the bat. He did, he did okay. I mean, he's, when he hits the ball to right field, I'm telling am he's he's he gives himself such a better chance, and he's strong enough where if he can be a little more consistent, that, and that's a big word in our game, got chance to get exciting. What do you think about France and what he was able to do against your – Team. The biggest thing I, I think is against the left handers. He had the change up and the breaking ball and kind of neutralizes your left handers pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, he, he's he's got good numbers against the whole leg. He, he's he's young, but he knows how to pitch.
2: Any thoughts of hitting for Straw
1: in no. no, we didn't. Who, who would you hit?
2: Fry, Freeman,
1: Gonzalez. What, why, though? I mean, we're trying to get a base runner. We're not trying to get a home run there. We need a, we're down five at the time. We need a base runner. You, know, I, 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 you can ask all you want. I don't think that was the right thing to do.
0: That's Tito. And let's also hear from Noah Syndergaard, who pitched well, again, in his debut for the Guardians as he pitched into the sixth inning shutout baseball. Here's his thoughts after the game and also an update on his injury.
3: Um... Uh... I felt like my performance was pretty good. The mechanics felt pretty uh, automatic. wasn't really thinking about what I was doing, just had certain cues and uh, let athleticism take over. Um, as far as my calf, it uh, feels worse now than it did when it actually happened. Um, but it just made it a little difficult to trust my backside, and Tito didn't want me going out there like compensating because of it and potentially risking a, a different injury. So um, it sucks, but just like the the situation uh, probably the smartest thing to do.
1: How important is it for you
3: to be on the mound and, and be athletic and not thinking for you right now? I mean, that's just been my Achilles heel for most of my career. Um, it's just kind of felt liberating. Um, and I, uh, definitely, I feel like it's not like a broken record, but definitely step in the, the right direction. Uh, I felt like I was for not competing in a big league game for two months. Felt like uh, my efficiency, uh, strike throwing was really good. But I just look forward to get back on the mound uh, whatever that is but uh, and just working in between and my, my side work to, uh, to help crisp up that uh, off speed stuff
1: how important is it for you to have that change up working off of your fastball I think it was about like a 14 mile per hour difference at one point in time
3: uh, my change up yeah. uh, typically my change up was like 80 I mean I threw on like 91 today I just threw There's the crap out of it. Those might have been breaking sure. balls. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt pretty good with that. Um, I really enjoyed uh, just throwing, throwing Savo for the first time. Um, really look forward to, to building that relationship with him and the other catchers on this team. Um, all, it it's just uh, really fun and encouraging to get out there. Uh, but uh, just to come up with a victory tonight.
0: And it's Noah Syndergaard, who hopefully can make that start again. Uh, next time his turn in the rotation comes around as they certainly need him based on the events of Monday. And again, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. By the time you listen to this, you may already know, but uh, at least at this point in time, the final trade that the Guardians have made was Aaron Savali for Kyle Manzardo. A Triple A first baseman in the Rays organization, who is a former high draft pick, a college drafted player, who has put up good numbers all the way around, and that's what Chris Antonetti, the president of baseball operations, addressed when he talked about the trade on Monday.
2: We have acquired Kyle Manzardo from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for Aaron Savali. Um, we are really excited to welcome Kyle to the organization. Um, since being drafted in the 2021 draft in the second round, Kyle has emerged as one of the better offensive performers in the minor leagues. He's got a great offensive track record, uh, and we believe he can develop into a really productive uh, major league player. Um, dating back to last season, you know, we've made a great uh, point. It's been a great point of emphasis for us to try to add offensive players to our major league team in the upper levels of our minor league system. And we felt this was a you know, unique opportunity to, to be able to acquire someone like Kyle and, and bring him into the organization. He's really well regarded not only by us, but by the industry. You know, recently was selected for the 2023 Futures game. He's appeared in multiple top 100 lists. Uh, and I think that speaks to what his future potential might be. So we're excited to welcome Kyle into the organization. Um, and acquiring a player like him you know, comes at a steep cost. And for us, it's, uh, that cost is Aaron Savali. Aaron's been a key contributor to our starting rotation, uh, especially here recently, uh, and dating back over the last few years. But, uh, in the end, we felt that this, this made sense for us and being able to add a, an impact offensive player, what we think can be an impact offensive player into the organization. Um, but again, it's, uh, it, it does come at a cost. Um, so. You know, it, it does leave us. There's a void in our rotation right now. Um, we do believe that we will be able to address that void both through our internal options and potentially, maybe even with some external um, acquisitions here uh, that we've either made with the acquisition of Noah Cindergard or uh, what might transpire here between now and uh, the end of the day tomorrow. So, I'll pause there and open it up for any questions. Chris, what's what's Kyle's injury status? Uh, where do you think he'll go and where do you see him fitting in defensively with, with Naylor and Josh Bell? So Kyle is currently on the injured list. He suffered a uh, shoulder strain uh, back in early July. He's working through that rehab progression right now. Uh, He's started to play catch and hit off the tee. We think he's a few weeks away from minor league game activity, but we do expect him back in minor league games before the end of the season. Um, and so, you know, when he returns, he would likely rejoin our Columbus team and, uh, you know, continue his season there. As you mentioned, probably difficult parting with Aaron at any time, but especially now with these, as he's pitching so well. And then given your rotation's, you know, status right now, did that make it even tougher to make this move? It did. Really tough trade to make, Tom, but we did feel it was a you know, unique opportunity to acquire someone like Kyle. You know, we, we knew it would come at a steep cost, but... We do feel we have some options to turn to, both again with our internal guys, some of young pitchers in AAA, you know, Cal Quantrill hopefully will be returning in the next few weeks. And then after that, hopefully, you know, Tristan McKenzie and Shane Beaver. But in the meantime, we are going to have to fill that void uh, that this creates in the rotation. Hopefully uh, Noah Syndergaard could be part of that. But then guys like Xavion Curry, uh, Peyton Battenfield, Joey Campillo, Hunter Gaddis, and others uh, can also be options for us as we you know, look towards the balance of the season. Chris, I was a little surprised that usually when you make one of these pit trading where you're a pitcher, you get several guys back. You know, this is a straight one for one. Uh can you explain kind of why it's that way and I guess what makes Kyle so special? Yeah, it, it comes down to, you know, again, really difficult to acquire these type of players. Um, and in this case, you know, as as I shared, I think not only we, but the industry holds Kyle in high regard and we think he can develop into a, a really good offensive player and, and he's, he's a guy that's near or, or close to the major leagues at some point in the next few seasons. and uh, again, those guys are are not easy to acquire. And so we made the choice in this case as we surveyed the landscape. that this is the right path forward for us. Chris with all the problems with with all the problems and frustrations of the season, you're still only a half game out of first. Are you concerned at all with just the message that this sends to the clubhouse? Yeah, of course, um, and it's something that we're mindful of. But we, you know, have talked with Tito and Carl, and you know, we, we do feel that we we have some options to turn to in the rotation. And again, this also positions us well and gives us, you know, uh, a good offensive player moving forward. But hopefully, there will be other opportunities for us over the next whatever it is twenty six hours. Uh, and if we can find other ways to, to add to our team, we'll certainly continue to, to look at those as well, Bruce. This, what uh, the, the,
1: medical, the medical, the uh, medical, the medical outlook on McKenzie or Beaver hasn't changed, right? I mean, are not. Yeah,
2: we're still looking at their timetable at some point in September. Hopefully, Cal's ready before that, and then until then, we'll have to look at our internal options. And as I mentioned, we'll also look at some external options as well. Chris, is Kyle? Is he a first baseman? I mean, that's what he yes. plays. Yes, okay. He's what I'm just curious of what was you would project, say, next year, then uh, what do you do with Naylor? How do you how do you handle all that? Well, I mean, I think we look at it as a good place to have some depth. Obviously, you know, Josh Bell's only under contract through next season, um, but he provides us some near term depth. And then if we have an injury, he can certainly uh, step in and hopefully he's in a position to contribute at the major league level at some point next year. Chris, you mentioned Kyle's offensive ceiling. Um, his numbers fell back pretty hard this year at AAA, had some struggles this year. Um, what did you guys see in your evaluations there um, to give you faith that he could you know, bounce back to be more the hitter he was last year? Yeah, I think if you look at some of the um, components, they're probably stronger than in the top-level numbers. His Batting average on ball and play is down dramatically from where it has been in the past. He continues to do a good job of putting the ball in play with an above-average strikeout rate. Uh, his exit velocities were really good, make continued to make hard contacts. So we still think that uh, you know he maintains the attributes to to be a productive be a productive hitter I'm sorry if this was established, but you mentioned Tristan possibly in September. has surgery been ruled out for him, or is that still a possibility? I think we've you know, partnered with Tristan to decide on conservative treatment and see how he gets through this rehab, and we're optimistic that he'll be able to get through the rehab without surgery. But we can't rule anything in or out at this point, Jason. But we're hopeful. Chris, uh, with the internal options, is there one guy
1: that you you see maybe kind of favored to uh, replace Savali?
2: Um. I- We're working through that right now, Paul. I mean, we have the benefit of having our starting pitching lined up through the off day, and then we have some time after that until we'll need a fifth starter. So uh, we'll continue to see what our options are after tomorrow and then um, look at the best way to put that together. Chris, what is – when you mentioned about – uh manzano is a hitter what because i i know nothing about him i just read on baseball america and a little bit things like that but what is it you really like if you could be kind of specific yeah some of the things i, I alluded to a little bit earlier to kyle's question terry is that you know he's maintained above average uh, strikeout rates um prior to this year he also maintained an above average walk rate he impacts the ball really well with above average exit velocity so if you look at Uh, kind of the combinations of skill he possessed with the way he manages his strike zone and impacts the ball. We think, you know, you put that package together and there's a productive major league player. And then if you look at just his track record of performance there, he's he's been pretty successful in the minor leagues.
0: How's he at first base?
2: Yeah, we think he has a chance to be an average defender at first. He's not going to steal us a ton of bases. Uh, That probably won't be his calling card, but we think he navigates himself around the bag, bag pretty well.
1: Chris, you, Chris, when you made this deal, you must have felt that you could still win this division. Do you still feel that way, or does this set you back at all? How do you feel?
2: Yeah, I think we still have an opportunity in front of us. We're a half game back. Um, you know, we, we feel like we continue to um, you know, have some younger players that are now getting opportunities, and we believe that they can help um, you continue to improve and help us be a competitive team for the balance of the season. And with that, whether or not that will be good enough in the end to beat the Twins, we'll see, but we do believe in the group of guys we have
0: here. So there it is, some of the thoughts of Chris Antonetti following the trade of Aaron Savali, who made some great contributions to this ball club and had some outstanding stretches, the best of which may have been his final stretch as a Cleveland Guardian, as he has a very good chance to be the American League's Pitcher of the Month. He'll get consideration for sure after a tremendous month of July, and now he will head to Tampa or St. Pete, and pitch for the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report Regular Season Roundup, episode number 49 in the books. We'll catch you next time. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report.